Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Figara. What's going on, everybody? All right, so we have TK Bay on the show this week, and we talk about the leaks of the iPhone 12. Now, if you're listening to this episode when it's coming out, we are literally hours away, uh, about a half day, uh, from the actual event occurring where we're going to learn about the iPhone 12 and the potentially four different versions of it, including what might be called the iPhone 12 mini. So at the back half of this episode, TK and I talk about our speculations, what different types of the phones we might end up buying, why mini for some reason is lowercase. Maybe Apple's really trying to drive that point home. Uh, But other than that, we do talk about a few other devices, including our times with the Xperia 1 and the Xperia 5 Mark II, of which I have the Xperia 1 and TK just had to send back his Xperia 5. In any case, those are all things that we're talking about on this episode of the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. Oh, and I know it's a new thing, but I do want to make sure I get a little bit of housekeeping done. Uh, the post-show Q&A that some of you might have been a part of on Instagram Live last week after TK and I recorded this episode, uh, that actually will have to be pushed off uh, because we are going to do a Q&A after the Apple event tomorrow. So if you haven't already uh, followed the Pocket Now Instagram account, make sure you do so so that you're alerted to when we go live after the Apple event and record what will be the post-show Q&A for this upcoming week. With all that said, let's go ahead and get into this episode with TK Bay. Enjoy. So yeah, uh, as I was saying before, though, unfortunately, I do not have I do not have the Xperia 5 anymore. I wish I had the Xperia 5, but no, I still have my Xperia 1. Okay. Two, and I do still I have the Xperia I do have the Xperia 1 as well. I don't think I have it in my little holder over here. But the um, what happened was, and, and this is going to be a peek behind the veil for anybody that is curious about how these PR relationships work. The I've had the Xperia... BTS, by the way. That's what <laughs> yes. the meaning of the word BTS stands. Just, the true... He said, if bang... you're watching, that's what it stands. <laughs> the true <laughs> Bangtang boys. Bangtang... Um, <laughs> I, I forgot what S was. Anyway, the... Um, anyway, the... So I've actually had the Xperia 1 Mark II for quite mm-hmm. some time now. Haven't been able to get around to doing it um, in, for, in terms of content because over the next couple of days, I'm going to finally finish the S20 FE, the Xiaomi Mi 10 uh, T Pro, mm-hmm. uh, and the Mi 10 T Pro will be both for my channel and for Pocket Nows. So I have a lot of work ahead of me, and I also oh. have like three. I also have like three laptops that I have to <laughs> that I have to get through like in the next week, um, and and we have a whole bunch of you know and and the month is not over yet. We still have a whole month to go, so there's a lot of things coming. Pretty much, um, that's really I say, need, yeah. th- that. This is the reason why they say in being a creator, it's all about like the discipline. Motivation mm-hmm. is very underrated. It's discipline that gets you there. So. Last night, I actually wrote up a few notes for the S20 FE for my review. Mm-hmm. And last week, I don't know if anybody noticed, but for my Chromecast video, I went super vloggy. I was just like, you know what? I can't sit down and script this for an hour and then do the video. I, it's not even that big of a deal. It's just a Chromecast with a remote. So I was like, because it's such a simple topic, I'm just going to get my new camera and I'm mm-hmm. just going to like hold it up and I'm just going to vlog. Um, that's a great way to use it too, because you can use that B-roll for the camera video too. So it, it exactly. serves double person. Yeah. Um, so I've actually been doing a lot of stuff with Sony recently. Um, mm-hmm. so not only is the Xperia one, one of them, but as I have told TK in the past, they actually sent me a full on camera. The Xperia, with, uh, sorry, the Xperia, the, the, the AS7 III. Sorry. The AS7 Yeah. And I've never used a Sony camera before. I have to say, I, I get it. I get why. A lot of you guys adore this particular camera. I think the A7 III is like the beloved one of the line. It, like it has it. It for some reason, even with um, all the other line, like the, the new updates that they've released, and I'm waiting still to play with the A7S III, which is you did, supposedly you did pre-order one, right? Like everyone's talking about it on Twitter right I now. I pre-ordered it, and apparently either Edabong and and David the Unlocker bought all of them or something, or just my buy orders are just not fulfilled from B&H. <laughs> so I'm waiting on my B&H order. I I, I don't want to cancel that order and go with somewhere else because I you know a lot of people were recommending why don't you go local and I think you kind of mentioned the same you know you could just go try to look it up for in the local stores you may find one. Oh, I was uh, lucky to find my Panasonic. Abs- ab- no no absolutely yeah no there's no question that, that was a pure stroke of luck there and I'm glad you were able to pick it up uh, but yeah I'm waiting for the a7s3 um, I do have an a7 III but I, I want to make make the a7s3 and the a7 III my two cameras 
Yeah. Uh, I, I want to basically go away from Micro Four Thirds with the GH5 and go full frame on everything. That is literally what my video on the A7 III and that particular G Master lens. That's mm -hmm. pretty much everything. Like, again, it was vloggy. I did not even... I've had the camera for three weeks and I did do a few videos on my channel with it, so I kind of mm -hmm. get it. Um, and I, I, I did say that the camera is great. I mean, I think there's no denying that the Sony a7 III is beloved. Um, I had to give a lot of props to the G Master lenses and also had to make very clear, like, am I telling you to get a... How much is the... I think this is the 12 so to 24. 12 to 24, I think it's like 14, if not more. 14. Yeah. It's the G Master version, right? So it's like 14 to 2,000. These are expensive lenses. I think it's 2,000. Yeah. And, uh, G Master, yeah. G, whenever you say the word G on the, on the lens for Sony, might as well just bump up right there. Uh, exactly. But those are I, good. I took it to Huntington Gardens, which again, I'm going a little bit later today. Mm -hmm. But I went there and I and I vlogged with it. And I was just like, am I telling you to get this lens because it, it's, it's good for vlogging? No, I'm not telling you to spend $2,000 on literally anything just because it's good, good for vlogging. And that's only the lens. <laughs> that's only the lens. And no, I'm like, camera. but let me tell you though, this lens, it's great for vlogging. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, back to my story. The um, uh, I have been doing some work with that. Uh, hopefully it'll be the start of what might be yet another category of tech over on my particular channel mm -hmm. um, of camera tech. And I will talk about the new camera, the, the actual camera I bought uh, in a future video. But as far as the Xperia 1 is concerned, I, I, I profusely apologized to my contact and said, hey, it's just been crazy. And you know that October's crazy. You guys even just announced a new phone while the Xperia 1 was on its way. <laughs> and it was actually, it was kind of a surprise. Yeah, the Xperia, the uh, the new Xperia 5 was like, like right out, like boom, hey, the Xperia 5 exists kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I don't know when, and hopefully we will all hear something soon about the Xperia Pro, because that was the one thing that I thought was going to be oh, coming out yeah. like now, right? They announced it at the same time as the Xperia 1, the one that we have. Uh, but you know what? I, I have to say that uh, Sony's been truly knocking it out of the park this year from cameras, obviously, but their smartphone department has just stepped it up. Uh, the upgrades that I've done across the board with all their line, the five and the one are just hands down fan. They're hitting all the marks. They're answering all the mail and they're making sure their fans are happy. So I'm, I'm glad that you have access to the Xperia 1 Mark II and, and can't wait to see that video or yeah, your content well, actually, coverage on it. What I ended up saying was, um, I know you have the Xperia 5 coming out. It's pretty similar to the Xperia 1. Like, what can we do here to make, like, this whole situation a little bit better? And you know what? I have to say, like, being very upfront about what we go through as creators sometimes mm -hmm. is the way to go. Like, just just treat your PR contacts like human beings, and Absolutely. they will do the same with you. And she was like, you know what? I totally get it. Like, I know that it's been a really crazy time. Tell you what. We, we actually will send you an Xperia 5 Good. and you can continue to keep the Xperia 1 while you're using the Xperia 5. Um, so you can give a little bit of a comparison. Obviously, the Xperia 1 started some of the trends that the Xperia 5 continues, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, you know what? Just go for it and just send them back at the exact same time. And then she did She did say at the end of the email, like, the thing is the return window for the Xperia 5 is very stern and strict. Yep. So <laughs> very, uh, it was, it was literally like, I, I, uh, it's, I, I, I understand it, but they did the same thing, uh, back at the Xperia one at the initial pre-release because they have so few number of units and they need to get them to so many creators. So it's hard, but mm -hmm. I'm happy and I'm very happy that you're able to get access to both because I, I got a chance to play with both for the, the uh, for a short amount of time, which is truly how you appreciate the evolution of the five from last year to this year and what it in you know what it inherits from the uh, from the one but then it also improves on what the one does which is really nice one question so. because i know you did your content on the five and i'm sure there will be more coming later on once you you know can have more time with the phone i, I was gonna say yeah yeah um is it actually I, I couldn't you can't really tell with sony designs because they tend to look exactly the same across, mm -hmm. <laughs> across a lot of the phones is the five smaller than the one the the xperia 5 is smaller than the one physically it's always been the five is uh kind of like think of it as like the little brother of the xperia one so okay. there's still a 21 by 9 aspect ratio um, it's the exact same physical dimensions as last year but they went up on the battery and they went up on with the headphone jack they brought that in uh, they also gave us obviously the 120 hertz refresh rate with 240 touch sampling and display so they've they've basically transformed it from 
just being the Xperia One's little brother to the, uh, you know, the Xperia One's sporty brother, kind of, you know, or little brother or sister, whatever. I don't know why I'm calling them, you know, male or whatever. It, you know, the Xperia 5 is a gaming phone, where the Xperia One, in my opinion, is a content consumption. And uh, obviously, they're both great photography uh, phones in the, the new line, but one is for gaming and one is for, for basically content consumption with that beautiful 4K. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to check it out. I've already had a really good time with the Xperia one. I will say this though, if you are a big PlayStation person and you oh, yeah. use the Xperia phones for something like PlayStation, what's the term that they use for it is, um, uh, I think it's PlayStation connect. Is it connect? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever sure. the streaming is. Well, there's mm -hmm. PlayStation now for streaming from the cloud, but I like, yeah. I like streaming my actual from the content. From yeah. The from the actual itself. console. Uh, the thing is, and and this will be this will be not the greatest thing for me to say when it comes to Sony's ecosystem. The little mount that they make for the DualShock Four controller, so you can use the phone on the DualShock controller for PlayStation uh, streaming. Mm -hmm. It's the worst mount <laughs> I've ever used because it's suction based. I... Oh. It, it, okay, so it takes benefit of the fact that the phone is flattening the glass on the back, but it's okay. But it's never fully stable. I'm so scared the entire time. And you know what? As I'm playing, especially in bed, uh, mm -hmm. when I'm playing, you could just see it just slowly start to slide. <laughs> as long as it doesn't do face palm. That, <laughs> exactly. Like, that, that's my worry. I've had that happen a few times. But, it yeah, does its no. job in that regard. But as I'm using it, it's just slowly just drooping. And well, <laughs> well one, of the other, one of the other things in the ecosystem while we're mentioning it is they're also going to have a better integration between their alpha cameras and the Sony A1 mm. and uh, Xperia 1 and Xperia period too which is why i am so dying to get the a7 III, the a7s3 i want to use my phone with it i want to be able to use it as an external actual controller to the actual phone so it's there's a lot of things going on but you're right it is the ecosystem that sony has built and uh, they definitely feed off of each other so if you're a playstation person obviously uh definitely samsung sorry sony is the way to go i don't know why i said samsung Sorry. And it's great to see them actually like pushing a little bit more because oh yeah, yeah. I think it was like it's weird. I, even when I was an Android Authority, the relationship with Sony and North America was always mm -hmm. really weird, and we just never really got to use a lot of these devices. We got to use them. I remember how it went. We mm -hmm. always, always, always got to use them a lot at IFA. Yes, but then oh, we never oh, ever got to use them here. <laughs> well, MWC too. Uh, I don't know oh, if you true. had a chance. To, yeah, yeah. So at MWC, I remembered they had the best policy of all the booths, where you're able to go in there and let's you know you give them your passport for, to hold it for you know for that, and they'll let you have as many devices as you want to play around in their booth to actually check out. And I remember the I want to say it's like around the X series or so. It was two years ago. My only MWC that I got a chance to go to. I had literally four Sony phones, four brand new Sony phones that they just announced. And I was playing around with them at their booth at the same time. Most other care, uh, you know companies were like, nope, you can play with whatever's sitting on the demo kind of thing. They're very nice. I like them. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's good to see like this, this actual push. Here's the thing, though. You have had some time with the Xperia 5. And I know mm -hmm. this was your thought when it came to the Xperia 1, which you now own. You have... Yep. Uh, is that the actual blue edition or did you put something on there? No, I had to, I wanted the blue. I, I wanted the purple edition. I uh -huh. wanted multiple colors, but yeah, no, the US only got uh, one color, so I had to. Oh, that was a case. <laughs> make, I had to okay. makeshift my makeshift uh, a very thin. It's a very thin minimalistic case, but it does give that blue yeah. view to it. So, it did. Yeah. It, it, it blends right in. That was. A, that mm -hmm. was. I thought. I thought you somehow found a blue edition. <laughs> like, I, I would love to do a uh, like a Zach thing. You know, just take the whole back off, scrape all the thing on, and recolor it in, and put multiples, mm -hmm. but. Um, I wish the U.S. got more than than one color. I, that that's about the only, you know, Japan had like three or four colors. Europe had even a limited edition one for the U.K. And uh, there's a whole bunch of different colors. I love their colors, uh, but yeah. That actually reminds me. The last time that I was in Japan, no, not mm -hmm. the last time. It was it was the one before it. Uh, it was when I went with my family and Isa. The I remember walking into one of the Sony stores, and I was mm -hmm. I, I, it was around the time that Xperia one came out, the first one. Yeah, and I was, right after. I was this close to buying it because I was like, when am I, knowing the relationship we've had with Sony in the past, I was holding that phone and I thought, this might be the only time I ever get to hold this phone. And I thought, <laughs> I can do content on it while I'm in Japan. Like, how amazing would that content be? Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I ended up not doing it because 
it, it was also as expensive as the Xperia 1 Mark II is now. It, it is. Uh, Sony phones tend to hold value and um, they tend to release first in Japan, but I also found that uh, Sony, for some reason, releases different versions of their devices in Japan, like Japan only. So even if you did have a chance to play around with it, it may not have all the same specifications that once it transfers outside. I'm not sure about the Xperia 1 specifically, but I know at least on their camera line, like uh, the RX7 ones, when they release them, they always release them in Japan, and they're released with Japan firmware that you can't convert over to US. Oh, so I've yeah. always I've always been a little bit worried about that. I tend to trust more the European models than the Japanese one. Anybody uh, although, that grew up with consoles, gaming consoles, and whatnot, the, you, I'm going to trigger some people right now by saying the term "region locked." <laughs> Like that's what that was. That's that's yep yep nope. I I remember those. I I all the anime, all the all those imports, all the you know you wanted the region unlock your well, yeah. I, there was there were certain things you had to do back then. So if you say region lock, people will remember all those. Uh, yeah, a bunch of people just like cringed right now. They're like, oh god. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, now that you've had some time with the Xperia Five, like honest opinion. Now that's not in your hands. Um, <laughs> This phone is still two months out, man. <laughs> it it is, it is. And that's the that's the part that, that got me with the Xperia one initially because yeah, yeah. I got a chance to play with it at the end of May, beginning of June, but it didn't come out in the US, it didn't come out till the twenty-fourth of July. But in Europe it came out at the end of June. So there was also kind of that whole staggered release. It is a little bit of a hard sell when you're trying to sell somebody and say, look, this phone is great. It's it's gonna be a great gaming phone. But it's coming out in November, and you gotta wait a little bit longer. Um, I'm sorry, December is it December fourth, right? I think if I was I, wrong, I think I think it's it was either yeah three or four. It it was two months. It was essentially you started the pre-orders at on the 29th, and it was two months later. So yeah, that that carries us over into uh, you know basically end of November, December. Um, they're sweetening the deal though. That's the reality of it. They're giving you $400 worth of free stuff, gaming headset, headphones, uh, you know, and then you know some accessories with it, so that. Even if you pre-order, you're able to save some money and get some cool stuff. So hopefully that helps people kind of, you know, think about it. Uh, and I'm also hoping maybe they'll do some some specials uh, next week uh, on Amazon, you know, with the Amazon Prime Day coming up. Oh, this is true. Um, yeah. Which I finally saw. It's one of those funny things where um, content on the S20 FE is starting to come out a little bit more. I think uh, yeah. I, think the I had a chance to play with it. Mm-hmm. I think The Verge did their review this morning, so that's mm-hmm. why you know, I'm kind of in the pocket of actually doing the reviews. Um, th- I don't often click on the affiliate links when it comes to these reviews, but I was curious, so I hit the affiliate link. Wow, all of the S20 FEs, every single color on Amazon, $5.99. I was like, wow, this is this is unheard of almost. And I think it's amazing how we can get a really good phone like the S20 FE via Amazon. And the same goes for the Xperia 1 Mark II. Mm-hmm. It hopefully will yeah. be the case for Xperia 5. All and the color, yeah. That, that, was, yeah. Uh, that was my surprise. Even the orange one that I, I thought was only unique and available on through Samsung's website. No, no, it's available everywhere. It's good. That's really cool. And I, and, I, and I like that that level of availability is becoming a thing. Um, so especially for, and, and, and not to harp on the FE, but like, there were six listings for the FE. And I'm like, wow, that's every color. That's amazing. So like now when somebody asks me, hey, what phone should I get? Like we have a lot of different choices now. Mm-hmm. And to the point where we don't have to be the usual reviewer and be like, well, what's your budget? Like <laughs> that's always the follow-up question is like, what's your budget? Well, yeah, because it, it's hard, right? Because, you know, they're like, well, what's the best phone? Well, like it depends on what you're comfortable with. And yeah, yeah it, it, it had a good chance of going back to how much your wallet can handle. Kind mm-hmm. of, you know. Um, so we are going to talk about some other, uh, a couple of other, let, let's say less than $1,000 phones, sub $1,000 phones, because we do have so many different iPhones that will be announced next week. Um, and, I'm, course- and I saw some rumors too about, uh, I don't know if you saw some stuff overnight regarding potentially availability being staggered, but yeah, no, we'll, we'll oh, talk more. I honestly will not be surprised. Um, I'm sure some people who are listening right now might know, might, might have noticed that some pixel content is starting to appear uh, yes. on YouTube. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> that whole maybe we'll give even more peeks behind the veil in terms of like how that all went down because I don't know about you I was a little bit annoyed about the way things were things are happening it, it was a weird it was a, it, for me it was I was a little bit surprised for it to be the way it was because it, it, typically the way pixels are generally US first you know other regions usually will get them but they'll get them like right after us because that's how typical launches are for pixels and it's been that way for years and it seems like for some reason but the European side, at least, or not actually some of the U- U.S. I want to say Nick has has his 4A 5G, I think. 
Uh, but it, it's kind of like mixed, where depending where you are is where you see the the release of certain things. But yeah, well, it's also a little bit different the, this year. The yeah, and I'm gonna I'm actually gonna save that conversation for after the break uh, because sure. I do I do want to address now I, we don't do a video version of the podcast anymore like we do a live which mm-hmm. I will tease during our break in a little bit so people join us in about half an hour but the the video version of the podcast we do record a video but it's more or less just a way for me to sync up the audio it's also our our basically our video calling platform because Streamyard is actually underrated as a video call like a straight video call not even mm-hmm. recording anything not even streaming anything just use it its latency is quite low love it mm-hmm. um right before we hit record tk was like am i really talking to joshua vergara because you don't look like the joshua vergara I no know. no i and i've been talking to you a lot in the last few months dude i've hung out with you twice you're, you're just that whole whatever's going on there i mean it looks like I, I, he, obviously you know 2019 joshua vergara exactly you know, uh the dude's I back don't, kind of i thing. think I think I've had one. Okay, so before this, I think I had one haircut in all of 2020. And okay. what's funny is, like, you know, just talking from the JV side, I've had a few different. This is where my thought process went. Okay, so I have a glasses sponsor, hence the glasses I'm wearing. And mm-hmm. I realized I haven't actually worn them and seen myself in my natural look like my usual look with these glasses mm. on. I only know long-haired, spectacled Josh. Like, that's the only thing I know. <laughs> the dude, the hangout dude, the chill, the Josh, you know. <laughs> the, the, dude. the dude, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, that was one part of it. The second part was, like, they actually want me to do some Instagram uh, posts with these glasses. I have, like, half a dozen pairs, so I'm going to do some some photos and whatnot. And everyone told me, like, my parents and my friends told me, like, you got to at least clean it up a little bit. And then I thought, if I'm going to go to, uh, in this case, Supercuts, if I'm going to go to a salon and only trim a little bit of the long hair while potentially exposing myself to COVID in the real world, like... That seems like a waste. Like, if I'm going to yeah. actually go somewhere, I'd better go all the way. I'd better just do it. Well, so, thank God you didn't go for my haircut. So then, you know, that would have been a different episode. You know what? Shouts <laughs> out to Chris Velasco, because when I saw him on a couple of pieces of content on Engadget, he did do that. He did go for the full shave. And I was just like, whoa, like he looks like a completely different person. Um, so yeah, I just yeah. went back to my usual undercut. Like this is, this is, like you said, this is 2019 Josh. Only now I have many different looks because of these glasses. Um, just make but, sure you give us that, uh, what's it called? The Magnum. And I want to see the, uh, the blue teeth. Oh, the, the, what's it, it called? Te- the, uh, blue steel. Was blue it? steel and Magnum. I'm and not Latigra. good at it though. Like I can't, I can do you the You gotta do La Tigra. <laughs> La Tigra, my friend. Give me the La Tigra. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. And like, uh, I just... It's it's funny. Like I I, I like I, I like that I was able to. I don't know. I the, part of the reason why I like doing stuff like like crazy changes in my look mm-hmm. is because I like seeing how people react to it. So your reaction was great. Um, there's See, a famous. I can't do that. I can't shave this beard, and people are like, "Ooh, <laughs> yeah." I, I go back to cue ball. It just doesn't work. <laughs> well. Um, you, you mentioned MWC earlier, um, and we're yeah. just, we're, at this point, we're just riffing before we get to the break, but the, um, the, there's actually a small story and I'm sure if Fisher, Fisher does listen to the show. So I, I hope that he, uh, I hope that Mr. Mobile is listening to this and he laughs by hearing this. Um, hey, Michael. <laughs> the one time at MWC, I told myself, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring a lot of different looks because I want to like. There are certain days when we're meeting with certain people, and I need. Uh, I brought a suit. I, I you know, I, I had this whole thing, and my hair was maybe like short, medium length, so it had a mm-hmm. lot of room for different looks depending on how much product I put in. I remember one day, I showed up to do a video, and Fisher was there, and I looked more or less like the usual undercut JV. And then mm-hmm. the next day, I showed up, and it was slick back suit very formal and then the day after that i was wearing like workout clothes and i was just like super la casual like the the fitness casual is what i call it but people say athleisure wear la Mm -hmm. style and he looks at me and he goes you realize we filmed the same video three times in three days and you showed up each day looking so different different. you are a walking um what's the term um oh my god i can't believe i'm gonna miss i'm gonna miss miss the term um oh you're a walking continuity error (laughs) (laughs) 
editors are going to have a problem. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I showed up to like three different um, live streams and podcasts. Every and, time, yeah. But like, and there's episode. Joshua Vergara. Like, trust us, that's really Josh. <laughs> so I always remember that. And every time I say the words continuity error around Fisher, he just points at me and he's just like, yeah, that's Josh. Like, So when I finally do videos uh, later today with this cut, I'm looking forward to what the comments are going to say. Because as much as I love the long hair, um, yeah, I'm not going to go to a salon just to like snip off half of no, half absolutely. An inch. Might might as well go go full full haircut and, and exactly. Get your, yeah, I don't want to go back. And if you're going to do it once in a while, this is obviously also a good reset. So for, yeah, yeah. Right, I, so. I haven't been to a hair salon for a long time, <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. So uh, the other thing I wanted to do is like, usually I front load the show with the uh, check-in, but we started getting right into the Xperia stuff. So I want to make sure I ask, like, how have you been the last few weeks? Um, I, uh, yeah, I, the, the best way to say it is crazy. Uh, it, it, it was supposed to be Techtober, but it started in September. So mm-hmm. it's like September, September, whatever you want to call it. The, the chaos started at the beginning of September and it keeps going, um, I'm. I want to say I'm blessed to be able to be part of this entire chaos and and uh, be part of the process and of course hanging out with you a couple of times. We got a chance to see each other not that long ago, so uh, been doing okay, keeping busy, uh, mm-hmm. pushing out some content. Pushed out a few videos this morning on. Uh, I, by the time you guys see the video, but it, uh, the uh, Nubia watch. It's an interesting successor to the Nubia Alpha. And, um, you know, looking forward to some pixel coverage once I'm able to get my hands on a pixel. We'll yeah. see. Um, yeah, and then like one one last thing that I oh okay here's the question that I wanted to pose. Um, still been doing some gaming recently, right? Like yes, still been always. Playing. So you have your Samsung Odyssey. Um, that you guys can't see it, but it's right behind that me, tremendous. Yes. Yeah, that tremendous monitor that I actually see. You were you were one of the first people to get it, and now I'm seeing a lot of people on Instagram are starting to receive it. So I'm it's just starting like, wow. to ship out. Yeah, the uh, the the shortage of st- supply finally starting to catch up with uh, the demand. Um, I think even Edabong got one. You got one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, our homie uh, Anshul down in San mm-hmm. Diego, he got one yep, as well. Yep. Actually, he got two. Because he was Ooh. like, you know what? I can actually like encompass my entire <laughs> my entire desk with this. So Anshal's just a madman. Takes over your man. whole desk. See, yeah. I'm, the thing is, I'm using the uh, the Xiaomi this uh, monitor that you and I got. So for me, I really contemplating getting the G9 and the G7, like a dual Samsung kind of just going overboard crazy, as if I just you know you know just own stock or something. <laughs> but absolutely, dude. 49 if, you, if you're getting a gaming monitor and you're going to put some dollars on it and what's killing me right now is also that it, the price dropped a couple of hundred bucks but it, i'm still very happy that i've been playing with it since still I worth every it. penny so, yeah, I mean, yeah absolutely don't worry about it i know the price is going to drop at some point this thing is crazy and call of duty oh well here's once the you thing. go there yeah monitors great and whatnot but i've had no use for monitors in my gaming life recently because have you tried Star Wars Squadrons in VR. I haven't played the, it in VR, but I have used the Quest as a VR headset on my PC. So oh I'm my assuming you're, you're using the Quest or you're using the... Yeah, uh, I didn't know that you could link this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, first generation, you just had to have... Uh, actually, I'm sorry. You have the cable. Uh, first gen comes with the cable, that the adapter cable, the power cable that you have. You can hook it up to any PC and install the software and it'll work fine. Gen 2 Quest needs a special cable. But yeah, mm, yeah. It is. it's it's absolutely fun. Oh my goodness! Like I have, oh, I have been a believer in VR. Um, I still firmly believed. Oh, I also was the one who called it that when the HTC Vive became a thing and it was mm-hmm. uh, in partnership with Valve. I mm-hmm. was like, oh, I'm calling it right now. Like everyone's looking for the next Half Life game. This is how they want you to play it. This is yep. going to be the next Half Life game. And sure enough, Half Life Alex came out. So. You know, uh, waiting for my royalty check, Valve. Anyway, the uh, <laughs> um, I I have the Oculus Quest here, um, and this is actually the one that Qualcomm sent for uh, Tech Summit last year. So mm-hmm. I was very lucky to be able to get this. And there was like, I don't know, we should use this for this year's Tech Summit because it's it's virtualized. But oh, anyway. I, absolutely. I'm. Uh, <laughs> it's exciting the fact that um, I, I'm happy that they're still doing the Tech Summit. I'm happy oh, yeah. that they're also obviously working with uh, with the environment and how things are going. Um, 
I pl- I got introduced to the Quest at the Tech Summit mm. during one of their demo areas. Remember where you where you and I were playing when you were filming some uh, I think it was it some B roll shots of the monitors when they were doing the 120 144 display in the corner of that same room. They had a demo of Beat Saber on the Quest. Oh, nice! I played it on the second day of the of the summit. On the third day is when I went home. I kid you not. Before I got on the plane, I had ordered one. Oh, nice. I, and, and, it, and it was like seriously like sold out everywhere. I finally some, somehow found one on Best Buy, ordered that sucker, paid overnight. I've been playing, I mean, a crazy, crazy amount of time. I love the way the, the, the Quest did what I've always wanted out of VR. It's detached me from a PC, mm-hmm. gives us the, the tracking was amazing. And I did play the Star Wars games because I think it did come with those back then. So there's episode one, two, and three. Oh yeah, Vader, Vader Immortal, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So those, that that experience of just playing, uh, d- using the force to grab a gun or using the lightsaber, throwing it and getting it, that just mind blows experience. Just every kid's dream is to be able to, be either vader or be a jedi that just does it so i can't wait to play more but yeah sitting in the cockpit of an x-wing or a tie fighter like oh my god like it's it's what i what i love though is that this is a great example of how even though i'm a tech enthusiast and i do tech content and all of that stuff i'm actually very grateful that i'm not so entrenched in the tech that Mm -hmm. when all of these reviews of star wars squadrons was coming out and people were just like yeah it's good in vr blah 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 and i'm like well it's because you're like inundated with it all the time that you can have that sort of like smug dismissive attitude me Mm -hmm. i I have not been so into this that I have used like Ace. I have played Ace Combat or any of these other games or any of the VR games aside from say Beat Saber. Once mm-hmm. I put this on and I saw myself in the cockpit of an X-wing, I was just I was my mind was so blown and I was so I, I was reacting so hard to it. And then it's I, that excitement that we drive for. I mean, truly, oh my god! I yeah, no, I. And I keep oh, thinking man. to myself, like, I've watched so many videos about the VR experience in, in Star Wars Squadrons, and literally none of those people seem to have the level of excitement that I have right now. <laughs> and I'm just like, how jaded are you, a-holes? Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's hard. You're right. You're right. It, it, when you're knee-deep in it and, and you realize that you're, you know, you're comparing it to, to you, it's different. But a lot of people will share your experience. They're probably coming into this for the first time. The quest is, like I said, the first time when we were able to start to get very good tracking out and and being disconnected being environment free being you can be in the living room in the office um i just it truly enjoy how the tracking is crazy accurate mm-hmm. there is no motion sickness there's no issues for me and i played for for a long amount of time and beat saber by far is one of the best workouts you can get if you want to get it if you want to have fun and 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 lose weight at the same time please play, play beat saber and yeah. download all the soundtracks and stuff like that so uh, and and like you said you can also connect it to a pc if you want that yeah. that is an option but it's not how it's in, uh, initially was sold out <clears throat> yeah I'm actually a scaredy cat when it comes to to, to certain games, uh, but I, I I think now that this is here, I might actually try Half Life Alex, um, you know, try try those games out. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to gush a little bit about just the experience I've been having the last few days. I should have more videos out, but Star Wars Squadrons, like I gotta fly an X wing sometimes, man, and um, it, it was so good. Anyway. Um, that's the amount of time that I wanted to allot for our check-ins and whatnot. Um, really great to be able to hang out as always with TK. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into a break and then we'll get back to some device talk. Okay, so coming back from the break um, and putting away anything that is potentially NDA breaking, the uh, <laughs> um, I tease it every episode nowadays, and I just I, I I'm playing with fire. I get I I, I know, um, but this is the life that we chose. Speaking of NDAs and embargoes and whatnot, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I do want to talk a little bit, just sort of like airing out a little bit of the. It's not frustration with the actual companies, um, though there is a small modicum of that. I I want to front load this by saying. I understand that the current situation when it comes to COVID and all of that stuff makes it so that shipping things in a timely manner might not be very possible, depending on where you are in in the world. Um, You might notice, listeners, that some people have their full packages of the Pixel 5 and Pixel 4a 5G, and they have been not only that, they have had that with cases and accessories, and they've done full-on walkthroughs already of the phone. Not really full reviews because the the, the embargo does still um, limit that. But then people in the U.S. only have the 4A 5G. 
because I think Pixel 5s are still on their way. They're still somewhat delayed in some mm-hmm. way. There's not a whole lot we can do about that. But I think it's just with everything that's going on in October, the fact that some people can say more than others, it just, I don't know. It got really weird yesterday when 4A 5G started to appear. Our homie Nick Gray, Fandroid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw I saw his on. Yeah. He got it. And I think he's like the only one, one of like three people who did. And I'm sitting here like, what happened to the rest of us? Like, not even Jaime got his. Not even, like, I think Engadget didn't even get it. Android Authority did. They got a 4A say, 5G. I want to say the. I want to say maybe the Verge too. I, I'm not 100. Don't quote me on that one. But I thought I want to say I saw it on the Verge as well. Um, at least just a sneak peek, not a, not a video or anything like that. But yeah, it's very limited. The U.S. is. Uh, I, I, and I and I only thing I can I can only imagine if it's a shipping issue. Maybe it could be just a you know. You know, and we've had that happen in the past where hardware sometimes gets delayed. So maybe that's what I'm thinking mm-hmm. is the problem. But uh, you're right. Uh, there's different embargoes, different timelines, and so on. And uh, you know, the both of these devices share a lot. So the 4A 5G and the 5 are supposed to be closer to. They share certain. I think I want to say they share the same optics, if I'm not mistaken. But it's just not the same processor. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Um, so and it's just it's just kind of odd to me, honestly, because. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was ran I was sort of like venting a little bit yesterday and I was just like, what's the point of being early if some people can say more than others? You know? And technically like on the one hand, if we don't all get the devices at the exact same time because of shipping and COVID and whatnot, I understand that. But yeah. even if that were not the case and we all got the phones at the same time, why do some people get to say more than others? Like it's just I don't know. It's kind of odd. Um it's it's a limiting yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you on this. I think it should be at least a unified message. Uh, make it consistent so that it becomes, a, you know, at least you're working to the same, on the same level, you know, mm-hmm. level playing field. But That's why, harder. you know what, when all of that went down and knowing that soon the iPhones uh, multiple are going to be announced. Yeah, exactly. And you know what, like just looking at the list of the iPhones that have been leaked already, it's just like, we'll get to that in a second. But once once that happened, I think that, I don't know. We have a lot of people on Twitter and Instagram already sort of lamenting the fact that they will be overwhelmed. We're all going to be underwater in the next like few weeks. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if this is the way that the year is going, and again, I'm not I'm not really putting blame on any one company, on Google or anything like that. But if this is the way that it's going to happen, if staggering releases and even embargoes to some extent is going to happen, maybe we should all sort of give ourselves a little bit of slack. 2020 is literally the weirdest year that I think any of us have ever lived. And I get it. Well, especially for those of you working at publications, uh, shouts out to our friends at The Verge and and Gadget and Android Authority. I get that you need to have like, you know, and you need to have the articles out. Uh, Pocket Now, of course, as well, but maybe to a slightly less extent because Jaime and I do videos. The... Yeah, I get that you have to be on top of it all the time, and that's why the overwhelm can happen. But I think in general, it's just if these if these phones are not going to all be around in the same manner that we are used to every single year, maybe we should like chill for a bit, practice that self care. <laughs> you know, I feel like I feel like we all need that reminder once in a while. And as Mister Gratitude on the internet, I, I do want to uh, just sort of put that message out there. Hopefully, hopefully, it's like the secret. Like if I say it, it'll happen. <laughs> no, no, it. it- it is, you know what, it is what it is. I guess you're right. You just need to, um, I, I would say, you know, we're still in that in that blessed position to be able to have access to this hardware. Oh, sure. And yeah. um, again, thanks for everybody over on, on, and all the PR companies that are trying their best to try to get people their hardware in time and to be able to get the coverage that they that they were hoping to get out of, uh, out of everybody. So the goal is, it you know, take it easy and just, like you said, take a breath and and tackle the chaos that is yeah. October that hasn't, we're not even halfway. That's, that's the weird thing. We're not halfway. Yeah. There's more uh, to I come. mean, Pocket Now and XDA notwithstanding, you and I as personal brands don't necessarily have deadlines aside from the ones we impose on ourselves. So, Which I would say sometimes is worse than having an official embargo. I <laughs> mean, you know, being your own critic is, you can't get rid of, you can't get away from yourself, man. You'll, I completely you'll agree be with that. Yes. Lamenting on your own, like, dang it, I didn't do it. I didn't, uh, Okay, yeah, no, but... uh, Because at least with deadlines, there is a day that it gets done or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, then you're in big trouble. But for us, if we don't meet our deadlines, we simply push it later 
and it becomes part of the pile. <laughs> like that's the problem. There's um, the backlog is uh, is real. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to say. Uh, there's a lot of things that I've had to apologize if, uh, to companies where um, is just scheduling is just crazy, I, mm. and I need to push something out. And I feel bad, but like you know, the Azul Mini PC stick. It's a great piece of tech to put out a video on right now, but I just literally like one after another i have a whole bunch that i still have to work on but yeah yep Same. i appreciate it yeah definitely well um so funny to front load the next conversation with what we just said but speaking of the overwhelm uh we are all getting what has basically been our invites or rather the announcement of the oh. save the date of the iphone launch uh october 13th and what i loved was some people were on twitter actually sort of I don't know, not really kind of complaining that they did not get their actual formal invite. And I was and I was scratching my head, like, don't we all technically get invited? Because it's a digital event, right? Like it's a digital event. Yeah, everybody in you don't actually have that little it's not like you're getting a special seat somewhere, but you know. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a pre-recorded show that we're all gonna watch a lot of really great transitions and a lot of great comments and, and, and yeah, editing. Pixar will have a, a big yeah. hand in that. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised though. I mean, the way they've done it at this point, seriously, like they've they're setting the standard of how launch events should be done digitally. I don't know if they would ever go back to in person. Like they'd be like, dude, we've been knocking it out of the park. Why don't you just play that video on a stage and have them sit in a theater somewhere? I don't know. <laughs> Because it's so good. Like, seriously, it's entertaining yeah. and it's well thought out, well detailed. And, you know, and I think Google also kind of did a really decent job, too. I, I do have to give them credit for the Pixel launch. It was a lot shorter, but it definitely kind of did feed into the whole jumping back and forth, talking to people, a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, it's, Apple, it's hard not to like what you're watching when you have Google all over your feet. Like, <laughs> so you guys got the socks see that's the thing so there's there is a little bit of a difference where we both are so uh josh and josh and pocket now are more on the pr side or the media side of the the table i'm on uh, team pixel side so the team pixel it, xda isn't tk is uh so for me i had to use my team pixel socks from last year which oh. is the only thing, but it's still cool you're right it is when you're sitting there and chilling and enjoying the show it's hard not to enjoy the show when yeah. it's, you know. Well, I mean, Apple won't be doing something quite like that. It could be kind of cool, though, if we had like a PR relationship with Apple and then like an actual Apple just appears and is like, eat this while you're watching. Anyway, the uh, <laughs> so this morning there was actually a more substantial leak. So we have a little bit more information in regards to mm -hmm. what these iPhones will provide. But I think I think they to start. overnight, actually, yeah. Yeah, I think to start, though, our first reaction should be to... There are going to be four of them. <laughs> I saw that, dude. There are going to be four, four iPhones. IPhone. So iPhone 12, iPhone uh -huh. 12 Pro, which mm -hmm. undoubtedly will be the one that I end up getting because That's this has just been my, this, ever since the 10s. this has been my uh, opinion. Um, iPhone doesn't know how to make a big phone without making it so bulky and annoying to use. Um, mm -hmm. iPhone 12 Pro Max is also a which, thing. Yeah, um, and... And the iPhone 12 mini. So mini. Oh, so now we have the word mini in the mix. Um, is that the SE 20? No, wait. It's, so it's not an SE anymore? It's a mini? Yeah, right? Like, I don't know. Their naming conventions are starting to get weird. Now we have mini. And the best part is that mini is supposed to be like the, the marketing uh, materials. It says iPhone 12 mini is supposed to be lowercase. <laughs> it, it's, it's not, it is smaller in yeah, name exactly. and in, in its stature. Because so, I, okay. I noticed it here on the Verge article. It says iPhone 12 Pro Max, uh, capital letters. But mini mm -hmm. is lowercase. It's kind of weird. Like a little bit hitting it on the nose here. Anyway, the, the, the leak states and we're going to talk mostly i feel like we're going to end up like really wanting to know more about the iphone 12 mini in particular 5.4 mm -hmm. inch display starting mm -hmm. price of 699 yep. so we alluded to the idea that phones are becoming more and more affordable uh good phones i should say and we have the s20 fe for example we have the pixel 5 which is also coming in at around the same price of uh 699 um that's Actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, then then the FE technically jumped it. I think that's probably maybe that's a, a good. The, the FE was released uh, was announced at six ninety nine, but yes. did you notice that it jumped right down to five ninety nine mm -hmm. right away? Yeah, like I'm that's wondering, true. like not barely even by the time people got it, they're like, "Oop, cut off a hundred. Uh, so yeah, I think the, there may be some tactics there, but yeah, keep going, keep going. A little yeah, bit, it is yeah. roughly about the same price. Yeah. So yeah, I mean the iPhone twelve mini. Um, 
so what what this is saying what the what, what this particular leak is saying um black white red blue green and storage options will be between 64 and 256 okay oh 64 God. i mean okay. it's a mini like okay fine i know um, but, but 64 for six, is such a weird number to for 699 you're yeah, absolutely right okay. yeah and without expandable storage i was yeah. gonna say and it's probably gonna have 4k 16 that's gonna yeah that 60, 64 should just be removed from the list. I think he's just, this is the year maybe Apple should have just moved up to 128. I think that that's the, because even on the SE, I told, if I recommended anybody picking it up, I never, I told them just pay the extra 50, get the 128. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, so yes, the, uh, this one in particular will be a little bit like the iPhone. It'll be a little bit like the iPhone 11 in that mm -hmm. there's two cameras, not three. So Two cameras, wide angle and an ultra wide. Okay, cool. It, it's nice to see that all the companies are really kind of diving into ultra wide again because Thank you. this whole idea of like even over twenty times zoom, like come on, guys. Like <laughs> the, the, most of us, if ever, we would use maybe a two x, maybe three x at most. And with the, with the new sensors, you could do that digitally without even noticing a difference. So the reality, of the matter is, tell if you're going to go two wide and ultra wide. Xnay on the telephoto. Unless you're exactly. trying to put literally a like a mechanical thing, there's no reason. Very few of us, you know, which I find so funny. Are telephoto lens, <laughs> which I find so funny because we're jumping back and forth uh, between this and the Pixel. I just wanted to say one real quick. It's so great that the Pixel Five has an ultra wide because remember how big of a deal they made about. <laughs> It wasn't, it was, it was the, the biggest thing that got me at the time was not the fact that they did put it in, but it's also how hard they wanted to drive that point on yeah. it, right? They're like, no, you need a telephoto. You don't need an ultra wide. I'm like, what? We think oh. Zoom is more important. Like, I'll always remember him doing this, this like yeah, hand motion. And, and, I, <laughs> and, and, I, and I felt like you really should, I, I don't know. It was a very hard sell for me. I still think the Pixel 4 XL has, has one of the best cameras on the market. It definitely, it, I appreciate the main, but I use primary, literally the main sensor only. I don't really even bother with the telephoto. I've used it a couple of times when I was taking pictures of my son that was a little bit far away, but most of those pictures never come out 100% clear the way you normally want them anyways, because it's either the person's way too far or they're way too close. Mm. That middle ground, you're always fine with the main sensor, but um, yeah. Uh, many times I've had to basically to take a picture where there's too many people. I had to walk back. I had to expand the field of view. Yeah, so, indeed. Yeah. No, um, um, so I'm we're going to get so we're going to get that kind of configuration on the iPhone 12 Mini, a regular mm -hmm. sensor and an ultra wide. Now here's where what you were alluding to earlier comes in. This yeah. this leak is saying that the iPhone 12 Mini will be available for pre-order on November 6 or 7, with a mm -hmm. release date of about a week later. Now. <laughs> Jumping up all the way to the top now, we have the iPhone 12 Pro Max. That phone, it will have the three cameras, a LiDAR sensor. Uh, supposedly, the telephoto lenses on these are going to be higher than just 2x. It'll be like four or five. Mm -hmm. But for the case of the Pro Max, the pre-orders will start on November 13 or 14, which is when the mini comes out. Yep. And they're that, staggering it. They're staggering it so hard. The Pro Max will come will actually be released on November 28th and 21st. So of all of these phones, it's the Pro Max that's going to take the longest to get to us. And that's kind of odd uh, because the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Pro will be released by the end of this month. It's like that's I was like gonna the say, normal. Yeah, yeah. It, so when I, from what I saw there was like pre-orders start the next day and then boom, by the 23rd something, what they're mm -hmm. saying. I, but it's very quickly. So it's almost like they want people to focus on the the standard and the pro. Mm -hmm. And and if you really want a mini, you got to wait a little bit longer. And if you really want that bigger display because you've been rocking the 11 Pro Max, like your buddy over here, I'm I'm a little bit of different. I don't camp, know how so you I, do it. I, it's, I, it's, I, I appreciate what Josh likes about the Pro, the <laughs> 11 Pro. But for me, if like my biggest thing is on on a, on a display is I want it to feel like a mini tablet in my hand. That's literally all I want. There's a reason why I like the uh, the Duo. The Duo. I mean, fair. Fits, it it needs to be able to expand. Yeah, I, horizon. I, and you know what? I get it. It's just like <laughs> I'm not bashing on you. I'm just. Oh no, not at I'm, all. I'm I, I get fun it. Of it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I totally get it though. Is like the, having the bigger screens. This is what I've learned with the Z Fold Two, for example. Like the bigger mm -hmm. screen is more fun. But when it comes down to it, like I, I know that people enjoy the fact that I use this phrase so much now. 
quality of life, man. And 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 when I use a Max, when I used a 10s Max, I just remember hating the daily experience of it. Like the 10s Max was a different. Uh, I want to say I felt like the 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 the, the 10 the X the 10, the iPhone 10 and the 10 NX 10x Max were. I don't know why. The 11 Pro Max worked well for me. I mean, I feel like the, the I didn't ratio, really try the, it too much. I will. Yeah. Admit. Uh, I, I'm in the middle of now of kind of like because of this information that came out this morning. I'm like, do I want to wait till the 11 Pro Max uh, to to jump on the bandwagon, or do I just go with the 11 Pro? Which I feel like, I mean, I know for you it works out perfectly because those are the kind of the general ones. And hopefully, all of this is true. By the way, all but of the this thing is, I'm going to go. I, mean, I am going to go mini, so I do have to wait. Also, no matter what, like. I, uh, the at the end of the day, we're all yeah. No, the, the mini I think is going to get a lot of attention, which I yeah. feel like it's a great option because there is a market for people that want smaller phones. I realize that you know we've all kind of gone the you know behemoth tablet size <laughs> and TK's appreciated uh, you know size of a display, but the, at the end of the day, no. Uh, there's a reason why the SE still exists. There's a reason why, you know, smaller form factors. The, the main thing, obviously, is we want more display on the smaller form factor than, you know, just adding bezels on a small, like, Which is like it even more. 5.4 inch display on, because since we've all used the iPhone SE 2020 at this point, we know mm -hmm. what it looks like when you have a smaller form factor, but they don't really maximize the screen on there. Yeah. It's, at least yeah. with the it's, mini. I think that's the reason why they're not calling it the SE is because I think this is more this is a different design philosophy. It truly is a mini, yeah. It, yeah. The, the the goal essentially is that it's so the SE is a is was a was an old iPhone six and iPhone seven rehash. Mm -hmm. uh, they reused some of the older tech. You know they were able to capitalize on that. Obviously, bring down the price point to three fifty. There's a lot of things going on for the SE. The mini is truly trying to be a small version of the 12 and the yeah. 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max. So that's why you will benefit more of the, of the screen, which I feel like why people will like it more too. Um, it does, you know, if they if they go along and they keep continuing this live uh, timeline now, it looks like, yeah, every year we'll have four new iPhones. So like, wow, like, okay. And, mm -hmm. You know, I'm excited. I'm here's, excited to see all the new things. Here's my question, though, and I'm, I'm sure obviously this is a question that will color all of our reviews and our perspectives once we have these phones. I don't know. I have actually been a very big fan of the iPhone 11 Pro, and mm -hmm. it's done a lot of really good stuff. And now that iOS 14 is out, it kind of feels like it's gotten a bit of an update in 2020, and now it's like mm -hmm. got. Yeah. I don't know. I like I. I've never been an Apple hater, let's say. I've never really preferred their products in comparison to other things, but that's more on like the PC side. As far mm -hmm. as Android and iOS is concerned, I've always appreciated that iOS is sort of a great alternative if you don't really buy into the whole customization and fragmentation of Android. Um, so I like, the, I like having an iPhone 11 Pro, and you know what? I'm actually a big fan of the Apple Watch at this point because it, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it is actually a fantastic smartwatch. Oh, absolutely. There's no, there's no question that, as a, as as far as integration for a watch into an ecosystem, um, Android is still trying to figure out how to do all of that with Android Wear. I mean, yeah, it, it's 100%. we've done leaps and bounds and improvements, but the Apple Watch is truly a perfect companion to an iPhone. So here's the thing: knowing the, seeing the leaks, let's say, let's 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 mm -hmm. just put the word leak out there. Um, knowing that it's not going to be some sort of like radical difference, um, and the iPhone 11 line was already, I mean, it did a lot of stuff right. Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, I don't know if I feel the pull of actually, I, I mean, I have to do it as a content creator, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know I, that I, I would I, tell I, someone that has an 11 Pro or 11 Pro Max to, that they need to get a 12. Right now, unless we have a massive... 5G bomb coming in, coming anywhere where we hear the word 5G all over the place. I think it's, you're right. I think this may be kind of hitting up more on the two-year cycle. I think it's it's more of the 10X, uh, the, uh, the the one from 2018 that are wanting to jump over to this one because of the, the differences software-wise, as you said, not, not, a, not a difference. 14 is out. Um, they're probably obviously going to probably put in a few tricks here. There's going to be some exclusivity that happens every year, but they'll release them later. Again, they'll announce them at day one, but we see them months later. Yeah. Um, I actually do enjoy the, the 11 Pro Max. I mean, so the, the short for me, at least, the camera science that they did with the, the with the 11 Pro last year and the 11 Pro Max is the matching the color science between all the lenses on the front, on the back, everything. For me, 
I haven't had an iPhone, an Android device that can actually reproduce the same experience. So for whenever I do want to shoot B-roll and I don't forget to bring my uh, my iPhone, that's the one I do generally bring with me because of the cameras and the audio and the slow motion. All of those things are really, really nice and solid. So um, it'll be hard to, to try to convince an 11, 11 Pro Max uh, you know, uh, owner, but that's the beauty of it. You know, There's so many different uh, options. And like you said, the Mini is definitely going to bring up a lot of attentions, which I really am interested to see how they, they treat the Mini, how they announce mm. it, and how they make it sound like they invented the Mini. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's going to be interesting how they do that. Like, yeah, we've innovated by shrinking everything. It, it is, and you know how it is. It things are around for years. Apple yeah, announces this is, it. We we actually it's, cut the A13 in half. It's the A7.5, and it's the A7.5. <laughs> it runs on a. It, it's very efficient. The battery or 6. powers. Or 6.5. I'm sorry, my math was incorrect. The no, A6.5. No, no, it, it it's it's a a format of innovation in what they do, and it try in 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 it is true to a certain point in their own ecosystem in the own in their own. Uh, you know, prevalence in sense of, you know, from iPhone to, uh, you know, Mac OS to all the different uh, ecosystems. It is an innovation because if, if somebody lives and breathes by Apple, this is something new to them because yes, exactly. they probably don't have that experience. So I, I agree. It's Which not I get 100%. why uh, so many of us scoff because we are, like I was saying earlier with the whole VR discussion, like if we're entrenched in it on computing, yeah. on smartphones and all that stuff, none of this actually feels that new. But if you if it's if, if if you have like your blinders on, not because you are like specifically no, doing you, that, yeah, you, it's just the way that your life might be. Then yeah, some of this stuff is going to seem really amazing. And I think with the iPhone 12 Mini, like it's not even going to be the form factor; it's just going to be that 699 price point. That's going to be that's going to stick out in a lot of people's heads. And um, imagine and it, imagine uh, trading in a device to make that 400. You know what yeah. I mean? Even even better, exactly. When you're trading in the iPhone, another iPhone or anything like that, which means that phone will, for the most part, be literally like one of their best sellers. So it's for sure the one we're all looking for. But it, again, why they probably make made it a little bit later. They wanted, you know, and they may see some lower sales for that. But that okay, I think in the, in the long run, four iPhones in 2020. So yeah, that's that's a lot. All right, cool. Well, just some reactions to the iPhone. It looks like uh, TK will stick with the Max, and I'm going to go on Pro. And uh, hopefully, the way once, to go. Yeah, it's the way to go. <laughs> hopefully, by the time you actually get yours, we'll be able to get together and like you know shoot a little bit and whatnot. Yeah, because by the time I I get it, it'll be what 2021 at this point. The way it is going, <laughs> it's like, or it'll be Christmas. If you we'll get, have a Christmas. If you get an Xperia Five before your iPhone <laughs> 12 Pro Max, there's a good chance. There's a big there problem. Is a good, there is a good chance. Uh, but yes, no, you're right. It's, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, but the Mini for sure. I may end up. Uh, we may we may be able to do some uh, crossover stuff with the Mini. Totally. Well, then let's do this then as we finish this uh, main episode and then we'll get into our Q&A on IG Live in a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. So we're looking at Mini. I know that there might be different finishes, but black, white, red, blue, green, what would you get? Green. Man. You oh, green or blue. Or yeah, blue? But I, just, okay. I generally will get, yeah, I would, I, if I had to pick for some reason this year, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit more on the green side. So, Not because you're wearing green, but that's beside the point. I always go green, uh, usually. It's, but yeah. um, I usually always go green, so I would do green as well. So yeah, so you and I could probably get together and like talk about, and then potentially mix up our phones because of the same color. The uh, we'll have to worry about. We'll we'll work on case coverage. We'll, I'm sure. We're, oh, totally. Going to be short yeah. of those. We're going to yeah. end up getting a lot of these cases. I'm sure. Um, all right, cool. Well, uh, TK, thank you so much once again. Always a great time with you, and uh, we always. are actually we're going to hang out a little bit more with all of you. So if you are able to join us, if you were able to join us in the IG live, thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, but for those of you listening to the podcast, this was your main episode, and in a few days you'll get to hear our Q and A as we hang out in the post show. Uh, but as far as we are concerned right now, TK. Let everyone know where to find you and go ahead and plug whatever you like. <laughs> uh, as usual, thank you very much, Josh. And um, you can find me pretty much almost everywhere on the net. Just look for TK Bay. Obviously, if you can't look at the video, but it's just TKBAY um, on Instagram, Facebook, as well as Twitter, TKDSL8655. Um, and yeah, the only thing I could probably plug in at this point is uh, my oh, uh, I'm new so sorry. Watch we, yeah, we didn't get to talk too long about that. I'm sorry. I dropped a few videos um, all over the channels that I work at, you know, both English, Arabic and another English channel. So I'm everywhere. 
TK Bay. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, let's go ahead Tip and get your waitress. I'm here all weekend. Thank you. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and get. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's the other thing, too. Like, uh, uh, if you're listening to this right now uh, on a Friday, this this audio podcast, make sure you join TK on Saturday mornings for his oh, live stream. You. Yeah. Saturday morning with tech every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific. There we go. Um, we no longer have Saturday morning cartoons, so let's watch Saturday mornings with tech. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, we're going to get into our IG live in a second. But for those of you listening, thank you so much for listening. And we will get into our outro right now. Follow TK across all of the different links that are available in the show notes. And from there, you can also follow me uh, across the interwebs at JVTechT on Instagram and Twitter. That's JV. I love tech and I love to drink me some tea. Also follow my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Joshua Vergara, where you can find content, perhaps supplementary content to everything that you would find on the Pocket Now channels. Speaking of which, at Pocket Now on Instagram and Twitter, and of course, youtube.com slash Pocket Now. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Episode, uh, mainline episode of the Pocketnow Weekly Podcast. Look forward to our upcoming post-show Q&A and Hangout, uh, which will be about the Apple event uh, coming up as soon as I can after the event is finished and we do the Instagram Live. So make sure you're following the Insta- Instagram account so that every single week you know when we go live for that half hour and you can join in. With all that said, we're going to go ahead and call it on this one. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you in our next episode.